This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. On pain.tv. Yes, folks, I am Dustin Gold, and this is Dustin Gold Standard. And right now, for the video audience, I'm readjusting my invisible brain helmet, connecting it up to the third layer, the AI hive mind neocortex, because I want to be a super intelligent AI scumbag like the rest of them, a deathless authoritarian. Folks, let's get right back to the video we were watching, this wonderful piece of technological propaganda designed to promote Elon Musk, not to actually critique him or ask any real questions. This person just told you that losing your job is a wonderful thing because you can go on more vacations. And don't worry if you don't have a job because... Musk and the technocrats will send you universal basic income. In 2017, I'm not sure what else one would do. I think that is what would happen. A universal basic income is the concept that every adult citizen in the country would be given a living wage regardless of whether or not they work. With the parameters of UBI being as follows according to the Basic Income Earth Network. 1. It must be given in periodic payments. 2. It must be a cash payment not coupons or vouchers. Three, paid to every adult, not just every household. Four, it must be paid to all citizens, regardless of situation. And five, it must be unconditionally paid out. UBI has been discussed amongst many European countries, particularly in Norway and Finland, with the aim to reduce poverty and increase quality of life amongst its citizens. However, the idea has been flirted with by many countries beyond that such as the Freedom Dividend Plan in America in 2020. Okay, let's just pause there for a a second. You see that? It's Shakedown Cash. And where did you first see this come into practice? Where did they start testing this idea of universal basic income? During COVID. Stimulus checks, right? must go out to everyone it's a check or it goes right into your bank account therefore it's quote-unquote cash it's not a coupon to mcdonald's and it went out to everyone and to every person not just every household you got more if you had kids but that's because each kid is a person and so they told you to stay home but we give you a thousand twelve hundred fourteen hundred whatever it was and it started under donald trump in fact He made a big deal of wanting to sign his name to the check, just like he likes to brag about the beautiful vaccine, so great, so beautiful, such a Trump right on the side of the syringe, right on the syringe, bend over, we'll stick it right in your ass cheek, there you go, take the jab like that, unbelievable, take your UBI, take your check, stimulus cash, checks coming out, unbelievable, let's get it done. 
And so you got to see UBI in in uh, in practice. And so why would they do this? Well, they're bribing you to shut your mouth while AI and robots take over your job, take over your life, take over your very purpose, your very purpose, your very human dignity, right? It's going to take your dignity and they're going to pay you to shut up while they do it. That was basically what Yang, Andrew Yang, told all of the young kids that were following him around. The Bernie bro types. He told them that he was going to get you $1,000 a month because your jobs were going to be taken. It's inevitable. But we're going to pay you universal basic income. And clearly none of these kids lived on their own ever because they didn't realize that $1,000 a month would do nothing for them. And if you give everyone 1000 a month, it devalues the currency, and therefore 1000 is going to be equal to basically a dollar. $1,000 will buy a loaf of bread, which is close to what it is right now. But do you see this propaganda that's spread around to help promote Elon Musk as if he's a hero? He's building the artificial intelligence that is creating the problems in which he then comes out and bullet points for you. You see that? You see how he is creating the problem, then detailing the bullet points, then telling you he has a solution for that, tells you AI is dangerous while he's building it, and then him and Yuval Harari and the rest of them say we have to set up some kind of a council to govern it, so they're creating the problem in which they then are going to govern? Do you see it? Do you see the lies? Do you see the craziness in front of you it's as clear as day it has been argued by his supporters that ubi would support freedom help communities who need it and fight inhumane working conditions by giving workers another option to being treated disgracefully it could also help the problem of our encroaching population collapse which we spoke about in another episode as a big reason Young couples have been quoted for not having children is the fact that they are not financially stable enough to do so Young couples are not having children because they are too financially unstable to do so. That is because we have created a debt-based credit card materialistic society in which people are living above and beyond their means. And then on top of it, we have socially engineered society since the advent of the internet and social media to be selfish and to only care about themselves. That is why you are seeing people not having children. No one cares about the longevity of the human race of their species any longer. People only care about immediate gratification because they are selfish. Finland conducted an experiment around basic income in 2018, finding around 2,000 randomly selected unemployed citizens and giving them 560 euros a month. They then reported improvements on their health and mental well-being. The most interesting part of this experiment was that the amount given to them as a universal basic income was only 50 euros more than what they would have gotten on unemployment benefits, with the major difference to their well-being seeming to come from their lack of reporting with the state to receive it. It is also worth noting that the main counter-arguments to UBI come from those who say it would be too expensive for those who work to subsidize those who don't through taxes. 
You, you see this guy, you see the propaganda? Do you see how he is just selling this idea, selling universal basic income? Look, the argument is over. The people who work are going to pay taxes to pay for the people that don't. That could never even happen. They can't afford that. In this country, we're what, $22 trillion in debt? We have over $300 trillion in unfunded liabilities. Do you know what that means? That means we've made promises, IOUs on Medicare, Medicaid, entitlements, all types of programs that we are $300 trillion in IOUs handed out on future promises. We could never pay that back. You could take 100% of everyone's money of all the people that are working and you cannot keep up with the pace of spending. The spending is based on monopoly money. It's fake. It's fake. That's why when people want to organize, um, they want to organize these boycotts of companies like Netflix or the banks or credit cards saying, like, let's not give them our money. They don't care about the money. They control the printing press. They control the spreadsheets on the Excel spreadsheet. They, they control the cell where they put the dollars in. They can put an extra zero. They control the stock prices. That's how Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or other are rewarded by pumping their stock for them and making them richer on paper. See, money is only real because you and I accept it as such. If we no longer said that we believe in the faith of this dollar, of this fiat currency or this Bitcoin or any of this garbage, that it would be worthless. Okay, Elon Musk is only worth, what, $250 billion? Because you and I believe in the money. If we didn't believe in the money, he would be worth nothing other than the true physical assets he holds, like maybe rocket ships, but those are partially owned by the government. But you see, that is the truth, all right? They, they're bribing us with this money. And it's not the workers that are going to work and pay taxes and then that gets redistributed to those that don't. The money is fake. They just run a printing press and they hand out monopoly money. That's all it is. It's only real because we accept it and it only has value because they send government people onto Fox and CNN and MSNBC to tell you from the Treasury or the Federal Reserve the value of the money. And then you are willing to work to get money, food coupons, that you take to a store to buy clothes, to buy food, to pay your mortgage. That's it. That's it. So it's not even the argument. What the argument – he, he's just boxing you back into this Overton window. The argument – is that we don't want to be paid to be replaced. That should be the argument. Take your UBI and shove it. I want my natural life. I want my job. Or more colloquially, that it isn't fair that some people have to work and some don't. However, with the concept that a universal basic income is enacted in response to AI taking human jobs, the main counter-argument against it becomes moot. After all, if only robots work, then technically it is the robots paying the taxes to subsidize the humans. Oh, you see that? Yeah. The, okay. So Elon Musk and these technocrats are developing AI, artificial intelligence, that's going to power the robots. And then the robots that they pay to build and manufacture and put into, into the workforce are then going to generate money of which Musk is then going to cut a check out of his quarterly profits from his various companies and those checks are going to go to us. 
in the, the most minuscule amount, $1,000, $2,000 a month, and then what? We're going to use that money that's barely enough to buy groceries to then go buy the junk, the products, the Tesla electric cars from Musk? So his robots are going to build Tesla cars. He's going to make a bunch of money selling them to us with the UBI that we got paid off of the profits that his robots got paid for building the car that we're buying. Does any of this make sense to you? This is sheer madness. Madness. It's meant to be mind-boggling because they are driving you into a cattle car to bring you to the death camp. That is what is happening. And they probably won't mind doing that. So all in all, what is to be said about the concept of AI taking human jobs in the future? Well, like most technological advancements, it has the potential for good and for ill. Like Musk noted, if done right, it could bring forward an age of work-free paradise. But if done wrong, the results could be nothing short of catastrophic. Okay, so what, what, what did he say there? Uh, Musk warns that if uh, done right, it could be awesome and you could be on vacation all the time and get your UBI check. If it's done right, and what does done right mean? See, he sets the stage that if done wrong, and let's tie this back to what we started with, where he said, adopting AI is like summoning the demon, quote, summoning the demon, end quote. He said that we would be releasing these super intelligent AI deathless authoritarians upon the world. He said, Terminator-like consequences on Joe Rogan's show, he says, well, within 25 years, civilization could be gone. AI could replace humans. See, so then what he says is, well, if it's done right, see, if it's done wrong, that's like if, if we do it wrong, if somebody like me doesn't do it, it could be wrong. We could have all these horrible things. We could summon the demon. But if it's done right by me as the purveyor of artificial intelligence as the leader of artificial intelligence, as the, the captor of artificial intelligence, then everything's going to be fine. You're going to get your universal basic income check and you're going to do just great because you're going to be on vacation and you're not going to have to go to work while me, Elon Musk, will work my ass off to make products to sell to you to get those UBI tokens back from you, which were given to you off the profits from the products that my robots built. You see this? I hope this makes sense to you. I really, really do. I will be right back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on ping.tv That's right folks I'm Dustin Gold and this is the Dustin Gold Standard You have no soul You have no spirit You have no free will This is Yuval Noah Harari the creator of this great show the Dustin Gold Standard and here's my good friend, Klaus Schwab. 
Welcome to the fourth industrial revolution. Folks, this is craziness. We just explained to you through one of the 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 vast pieces of propaganda on YouTube, on the internet, to promote Elon Musk and his crazy, crazy plans to build this technocracy and how they are going to bribe you. Bribe you, literally, with cash. Remember it said, one of the forms of payment, I have to pay you in cash to shut your mouth while they take your job and take your dignity. And then you'll be able to buy Elon Musk products that he built with robots with the cash you got back from the commissions that his robots are going to pay you to stay at home and to go on vacation all the time. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. All right, one of the things that we are going to do on this show is we are going to analyze Elon Musk. He appeared on Joe Rogan's podcast three times. 2018, 2020, 2020, 2021. We are going to go through the pieces where he discusses artificial intelligence, particularly in part uh, in the 2018 episode and 2020 episode. Part of the reason is I want you to see the difference in his attitude, his demeanor, uh, the way he speaks, his confidence, his cockiness between 2018 and 2020. And also because he talks about different elements of the Neuralink brain chip program. And that's what this whole thing leads up to. This is what episode one leads up to into this episode two here on Elon Musk. And then the part three where I'm going to show you who is behind Neuralink once I fully explain it to you how this brain chip works and what the goals are where they are at with it. I'm going to give you a progress report on the technology. And then I'm going to show you we did hours, hours of research into the venture capitalists and individuals that are actually behind Neuralink. Because if you're going to let your kid put a chip in their head to play video games, I think you ought to know who is actually behind the product. It's very important to know who is invested in these things you are going to put into your body. Just like very much many of us want to know where our food came from before we shove it down our throats. But when we put the brain chip in our head, get hooked up to the AI hive mind neocortex, and we all become super intelligent AI deathless authoritarians, I guess the type of food we eat does not matter. Because as Ray Kurzweil wants, we will put super nanobots inside of our bloodstream become robots. Yay! God, these people love me. Don't you feel the love? They're like hugging you. The warm love. Every time I see Ray Kurzweil or Elon Musk speak or Yuval Noah Harari, I just see love. I feel love. I just want to be hugged. I want to hug them, kiss them on the cheek gently and tell them how much I love them as I whisper sweet nothings into their ear. I love you, Yuval. I love you. I have no soul, but I love you. I know you have no soul, but I love you too. Unbelievable. All right, let's go to the 2018 Joe Rogan Experience episode with Elon Musk. You must understand there's not a whole lot of human beings like you. You know that, right? To your an oddity. It seems, uh, yes. To chimps like me. We're all chimps. Yeah, we are. We're one, we're, notch, one notch above a chimp. 
some of us are a little bit more confused. When I watch you doing all these things, I'm like, how does this motherfucker have all this time and all this energy and all these ideas, and then people just let him do these things? Because I'm an alien. That's what I've speculated. Yes. I'm on record saying this in the past. I wonder. It's true. I mean, if there was one. I was like, if there was, like, maybe an intelligent being that we created, you know, like some AI creature yeah. that's uh, superior to people, maybe it would just hang around with us for a little while like you've been doing and then fix a bunch of shit. A couple things. Truth in jest. You see uh, Rogan sets it up that he's an alien. <laughs> I don't know. Musk says yes. Musk is something. But just really focus right here on the, and even if you're not watching the video over at pain.tv, that's okay. Just listen to this. As you hear Joe Rogan normalize Elon Musk, he said, if, if there was a super intelligent being, remember, a super intelligent AI, deathless authoritarian, if there's this super intelligent being that's here to like fix a bunch of shit. Yeah, man, let's fix a bunch of shit, man. Now listen to these two. That's the way. I might have some <laughs> mutation or something like that. You might. Do you think you do? Probably. Do you wonder? Like, are you around normal people? You're like, hmm. You're like, what's up with these boring, dumb motherfuckers? Ever? Not bad for a human. But I, I think we'll not be able to hold a candle to AI. Okay, so in that, for the audio audience... Elon actually shakes his head and he acts like scared, like, I am a genius, but I won't be able to hold a candle to AI. Uh, uh. Mm. You scare the shit out of me when you talk about AI, between you and Sam Harris. Oh, I didn't sure. even consider it until I had a podcast with Sam once. That's and great. He made me shit my pants. <laughs> I, talking about AI, I, I realized like, oh, well, this is a genie that once it's out of the bottle, you're never getting it back in. That's true. Okay, so Rogan sets up that question like, I'm afraid of AI, but what I want you to pay attention to, because it's very important, if any of you have watched Rogan over the years, this episode of Rogan was watched over 50 million times. This really helped launch Elon Musk sort of onto the scene and the mainstream character that we see today, uh, sort of like Donald Trump in 2015 being launched into politics as this conservative firebrand that we had never seen before. Elon Musk, with this episode, it's when he smoked pot. We showed that clip yesterday. And so it sort of normalizes him. And watch, just try to see Rogan through new eyes. I know a lot of people like him and trust him, but I'm telling you, eventually we will do episodes on how he actually normalized the COVID testing, how he is setting the stage to normalize these personalized DNA injections. Rogan is there to normalize the technocracy. That is his job, to make it look cool and hip while seeming somewhat concerned. But it's okay if it happens as long as people like Elon Musk and his friends are in charge of it. That is Rogan's job in life. That's what he gets paid for. So pay attention to that and look at this with open eyes. There was a video that you tweeted about one of those Boston Dynamic robots. And yeah. you're like, in the future, it'll be moving so fast you can't see it without a strobe light. Yeah. You could probably do that right now. And no one's really uh, paying attention too much other than people like you or people that are really obsessed with technology. All these things are happening and these robots are... Did you see the one where PETA uh, put out a statement that you shouldn't kick robots? It's probably not wise. <laughs> For retribution. They're, 
their memory is very good. I bet it's really good. It's really good. I bet it is. Yes. And getting better every day. It's really good. Are you honestly legitimately concerned about this? Are you Is like AI one of your main worries in regards to the future? It, yes. It, it's less of a worry than it used to be, uh, mostly due to taking more of a fatalistic attitude. Hmm. Okay. My my personal opinion is the robots that you see in videos walking around are pretty much a red herring. Uh, yeah, they're scary and frightening, but the artificial intelligence, this AI hive mind cloud-based neocortex they're building, putting nanobots in the human biological body is really what I'm focused on. Putting this Neuralink chip into your head and connecting you to the hive mind. To me, the merger of the man and machine is the scary part. Robots that can walk around, eh, well, not so much. I mean, are they a threat to us? Yes. Can they take jobs? Yes, they will be able to. But this merger of man and machine is actually very scary. Technology separated from humanity, I mean, I'm not a fan of technology overall, but merging the two is where we start to genetically modify ourselves where we start to to beam this super intelligence into our head we have the ability to create superhumans and then super slaves so when they talk about you know these robots walking around to me that's more of a smoke screen but you really need to focus on what musk is is saying here because he's about to get into artificial intelligence as he said he used to be afraid of it some of the quotes that we read to you but now he's taking this fatalistic approach like well it's inevitable it's going to happen no matter what so i'm not as afraid of it if you watch this famous interview with george soros with Steve Croft on 60 Minutes, and Soros was asked about his time as a young boy in Nazi Germany as a Jew, and he was forced to go around and point other Jews out. And you think an old man like that who's made billions and should have nothing to fear, he, he's a self-made man, he's got all the money in the world, that he should be able to speak out against that now. And what he said to Steve Croft when Croft said, do you feel guilty about having done that? He said, well, if I didn't do it, someone else would have. And so Musk's theory that he is now espousing is, well, it's, it's going to happen anyway, so I'll just be part of it. Taking more of a fatalistic attitude. Hmm. So you used to have more hope, and you gave up some of it, and now you don't worry as much about AI. You're like, this is just what it is. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Hmm. Yes. What? Yes. No. no it, it's. It's. But no. Uh, it's not necessarily bad. It's just. It's definitely going to be outside of human control. Not necessarily bad. Right. So he says outside of human control, but he's going to contradict himself many times during these interviews because at the same time he says that. He needs all these programmers that are going to be building it. And when he talks about going into 2025, which he does in the next interview, I'm sorry, 25 years from now, what Neuralink brain chip will look like, 
he says, well, the, the software guys are going to have to program this and program that. He doesn't say at this point AI is going to do it. See, this is his forked tongue stuff that he does. He contradicts himself. He's a double talker. And when we come back, you're going to see more of this. You have to watch this. We have to analyze this. We really do because Joe Rogan is usually held out as a hero. People love him. He's an intellectual. He's a renaissance man. He's a wrestler. He does steroids, UFC, fear factor, comedian, and a podcaster. So people hold him up and praise him. And I'm telling you, his job is to normalize these technocratic oligarchs. My job is to tear them down and to expose them because I want nothing to do with these people other than to do what I'm doing now, which is to tell you the truth about them which is to force this gold pill down your throat so that you do not get sucked in to the tunnel of technocratic psychopaths. I am Dustin Gold, and this is the Dustin Gold Standard. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold.